Hi and welcome to A Heart for God. God bless. My name is Jane Parrot and I'm coming live to you. And thank God for you and for another beautiful, loving day. For this is the day that the Lord will make and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. How about you? God is good and good. God is all the time. No matter what we're going through out there, God is still good. And always remember, God is still on the throne. There's no one like him and there's no one above him. I give him the honor. He is my God and I give him the glory because all glory and honor and praise is his he is the one that has created and made everything for his honor and his praise he made the birds they do a special thing they sing he made the animals they do a special thing some dogs protect and other animals they inhabit certain things to help other things to grow so when God made us he made us special today I will be coming with a new subject. I would like to be talking about David. And he had a hiding place. And he trusted in God. And he believed God. First, I would like to give a definition of safe. Today's subject, we'll be talking about a safe haven. Safe, the word safe, coming from the Greek language, is secure. Unharmed, cautious, harmless, strong box safety. And also, David knew that God was all of these things. He was a safe haven. I would like to come to you with mission of haven. A place of refuge or sanctuary. And also, I would like to give you a definition of sanctuary. Sanctuary is a holy place. It is preserved. So, David said, you are my hiding place. I would like to go to Psalms 91. Starting 
at the first verse all the way to the 16th. It says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hey, thank you, Jesus. Of the Almighty. He that dwelleth. That means you stay there. You are in the before God. Dwell it. You stay there. That's your place. That's your favorite place. That's the place you run to. That's the place you go to. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. Who is the Most High? God. Lord of Lords, God Almighty, He is the Most High, shall abide, but what first you gotta stay. You gotta stay in the secret place. Don't get out that secret place. Stay there, dwell there. I mean, ETH continually come to that. Be in that secret place of the Most High. Shall abide under. You're going to be able to be under the shadow of the Almighty. You're going to be there. If you're dwelling in that secret place, you're definitely going to want to stay under the shadow of the Almighty. Stay with the shadow of the Almighty. Stay with the shadow of the Almighty, Hallelujah! One Lord, one King. His name is Jesus Christ, Hallelujah! No one like Him, and no one above Him. No one beneath Him, and no one around Him. Say He's so high, you can't get over. So low, you can't get under. So wide, you can't go around. Cause you must come in at the door. Hey, shadow of the Almighty. Do you know what a shadow is? Have you ever walked down the street and the light flashed against your image and you saw the sun and you looked, or just a light, and you looked on the wall and you said, or you walking down the street and you said, wow, I a shadow of who I am. And it looks like it's following you everywhere you go. Yes, that's a shadow. Stay in the shadow of the Almighty. Stay where he is. A shadow goes everywhere you go. So, the Almighty, that means there's no other mightier than he is. He's Almighty. Two, I will say of the Lord, I will speak. To say is to speak. I tell someone, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. Refuge is a place you can run to, you can hide. Refuge is a place you can run to. Safe. 
place. He is my refuge and my fortress. That means he will protect me. Fortress is something that protects. Uh, my God. In him will I trust. Because David realized he is, he is my fortress. And he's my God. I can trust in him. In him I'm going to trust in him. Because he is my fortress. He is my refuge. Three. Surely. He shall deliver thee. From the snare. Of the father. He's telling you. If you do all of this. If you stay with God. You dwell in that secret place. You abide there. You, if you know the Lord is your refuge and your fortress, then you know, then you would know that he is surely going to deliver thee. Because while you put your trust in him, you know he's going to deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. You hear them bees coming, zzz, pest, pesty, pesty animals, mosquitoes, and anything that pestifies you. It's pestilence to you. You know, like yuck. Yucky flies and and all that stuff. Pestilence. Noisome. So all the pests that make them noises and bring disease is noisy pests. He shall cover thee with his feathers. We know that God doesn't have feathers. It's his arms. And it's, it's said with his feathers. So. David didn't understand if God had wings like the angels. But he said he shall cover thee with his feathers. So his seed will protect you. And under his wings shalt thou trust. Under his wings shalt thou trust. There is safety with God. You can trust his safety. It's the way that he take care of you. You can trust in that. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. I heard somebody say, the word of God is my shield. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Hallelujah. The word of God is your shield. You learned in the Bible in the New Testament where it was talking about the armor. And we learned about what the shield was. The shield of faith. So that faith in the word of God. Will be your shield. When you put your faith in God. When you. Trust. It will be. 
when his truth shall be thy shield and buckler. I learned what a buckler was. A buckler is the other part that is connected to the front where you put your arm through to hold the shield. And then the shield is the part that's on the outside. And the buckler is where you put your your hand through to grip the shield. So he will hold he will strengthen your hand to hold that shield, my God. Thou his truth shall be thy shield and buckler. So this is what's going to help you fight is the truth. And the truth shall make you free. Hallelujah. Number five. Thou shalt not be afraid. David said you ain't got to be afraid for the terror by night. Why? Because your trust is in God. And you have allowed him to be your fortress. Therefore. And you stayed with the most high. You stayed with him. Oh, yeah, that's coming on the earth. Terror. You see the high surf. You see things flooding. You see all kind of catastrophes just breaking out. And people are being terrified. Who's talking to David? David was telling us, you don't have to be afraid now for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flyeth by day. But he was saying, because I made the Lord my refuge, I trusted in him. I don't have to worry. No. I don't have to worry. I don't have to think about this terror of these arrows that come by night, nor for the arrow that fly by day. Nor, six, nor for the pestilence. There is pestilence, disease that walketh in darkness. Even there are even pests that walk in darkness too. Pests, yeah, pestilence. It walks in darkness. Pestilence. Pestilence. Yes, pestilence. And pestilence is a disease also. It's contagious diseases, sickness, and infections are famine, disease, pestilence. God said, You don't have to worry. Don't even think about it. You with me. You're dwelling in the place of my care, of my love. You are abiding under the shadow. You are staying with me. You're trusting in my name. You're trusting in my truth. You are 
allowing this to be your refuge and your fortress. Therefore, you don't have to worry about the pestilence that's walking. The disease that's encountering everybody around you. God promised that he will not let anything befell you because you put your trust in him. So this is it. We won't say don't even be afraid of it. So you see these these um pandemic things are popping out of anywhere and things are jumping in animals and they biting you. Don't fret. Don't fret yourself. But keep your trust in God and knowing that He's not gonna allow this thing to take you to death. And um, he's going to make a way where these things do not bother you. So, but we got to keep our eyes on God. That is the only way. It's the only way out. There's no other way out. There's no other secret place that we can hide from these things. But God will keep us and preserve us. Is but in him. There's no other place. There's no other place to run. There's no other place to hide. You've got to come in to that place where God is so that you can be safe. It's in the name of the Lord. It's safe. The righteous run in and are saved. You can run in to God. You can run and be safe. Seven. Oh, excuse me. Okay, so is walking in the darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday. There is destruction everywhere. But as long as we are with God and staying with God, and trusting and believing in him. We don't have to think about or worry about what's going on around us. Because we have a safe haven. We have a safe place. We have a place of refuge. We have a place of strength. Seven. A thousand shall fall at thy side. And 10,000 at thy right hand, but it should not come nigh thee. Many people are falling flat on their face. And you're seeing it right on the news. But it don't have to come nigh you. Because you know where you run to. Only with that eye shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. You're going to see the reward of the wicked, their outcome, or what happens. You're going to see it with your eyes because thou hast made the Lord, comma, which is my refuge, comma, even the most high, comma, thy habitation. Semicolon. Because you have did all this, 
There shall no evil. That's what I was talking about in verse and the other verse where we was reading about Thou hast made the Lord thy refuge and fortress in verse 2. Then it says it again. Because thou hast you have made a choice my Lord. You got to make a choice. It's all about choosing whom you want to run to. Like I said before, some people are running to the liquor. It's to solve issues. Some people run into the drugs to get a high. But God is saying, because thou hast made me, the Lord. David is talking about who he made. He made the Lord, which is his refuge. His covering, his place where he can run to. A refuge is a place where you can run and hide. And that's why they call, and back in the day, they called people refugees. My Lord. The definition of a refugee is... A refugee is a person who has been forced to leave their country in order to escape war, comma, persecution, comma, or a natural disaster. So that's this is what a refugee is a person that is leaving the place where they are to escape to another place because of uh, going through different situations in their countries. So it is a he's running and he's hiding. So to have a refuge, you must be a refugee. So you're riding, right, running away from the cares of this world. You're running away from the things that can cause you to have this easel with God. You're running, my Lord. You're running back to Jesus. Run, run. Say, run, run. This is the little kids, funny little thing we used to say. Run, run, fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. <laughs> yes. Run, run, fast as you can into Jesus' hands. All right. God is wonderful. So, yes, uh, we'll be going to another scripture. So, it was saying that all this is going to happen. But because I was made, the, even the most high, thy habitation, there shall no evil tend befall thee. Comma. So, it's just that one second. He's telling because you did all this. Guess what? You ain't got to worry about that evil coming upon your head like that. God will protect you from that because you made him your resting place, your hiding place, place you run when you're, there's nowhere else to run to. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. 
plague, pestilence. That's what it is. It ain't going to come nigh thy dwelling place. That means it will not succeed in your house. Where you where you where you're being at at that time. It is not gonna come and destroy your house. It ain't gonna come destroy your house. It's not gonna prevail. So that's what they were saying. It ain't gonna prevail. So don't worry, it won't prevail. Didn't say that things don't happen to saints because things do come upon us. We sometimes people get sick and get, feel like they can't get well. But you've got a secret place you can run to. You got a God you can go talk to. You got a God you can sit down and He listens. You can dwell there. You can stay there. You can just sit and be happy under the wings of God. Sit there. He already know why you sitting there. Yes. He, he is well aware of why you're sitting there. Sometimes you just have to sit in God's presence. Sit there. Stay there. And, and let him be uh, our protection. We have to believe that he is the one. He is the one that's going to do this. No man can do this but him. He is the one. The only one. The only true one. And have faith in him. And then because you've done these things, you don't have to worry. God will. Because you have made him your habitation. The place where you dwell, you stay at. To habitate something is a place where you stay. That is a habitation. You have moved all your baggage into him. <laughs> Lord, I took my baggage. I ain't talking about the bad but I ain't talking about baggage that that stopped you from running this race. I'm talking about the good baggage. You took all your baggage. That means you done packed it up. And this is where I'm going to be. I'm settled in this. This is my place. My favorite place. My one and only true desire place that I want to be. Because in his presence. Wow, his presence. It's something. Being in God's presence is peaceful. It's loving. It's it's wholesome. It's just a place where you can be calm from the storm. You you don't feel like pressure. It's that type of place where you can believe. You can put all your apples in the basket. You know, they ain't, they going to be always yummy when it's time to eat it or it's fresh. <laughs> and they say, oh, don't put all your apples in the basket. 
Don't put all your apples in the basket. Well, this basket, you can dump them all. And you don't have to worry. It's always be provision for you. Amen. And then we shall go to So there shall no plague, any plague come nigh thy dwelling. That's a promise. Because you have did this. Because you have made the Lord. No, said no. That's a promise. The 11. And when God promises something, it will happen. You just have to wait on it and believe it. And it shall begin to come into fruition. Because remember, we can't hurry God. We just have to wait and trust Him and give Him time. Because God does all, made all things beautiful in His time. Hallelujah. So we're going to, so we're going to know that we have a dwelling place. And that is the Lord Jesus Christ. He's our dwelling place. He's, we can dwell in his presence, in his shadow. We can dwell there with him. Therefore, he shall give his angels charge over thee. Charge. I like that word. Take charge. It's angels. They be taking charge. Oh, yeah. And take charge over you. That means they're going to be the ones that help guide you through. They're going to be the ones that talk to you in the midnight hour. They're going to be the ones that help lead you and guide you in the right direction. To keep thee in all thy ways. What they what they going to do? They're going to help keep thee in all thy ways. So all the ways that you're taking that's concerning God, the angels will be there. To see that through. That's what God going to give them. That charge. Yes. And then um, they said because. They, so they're going to watch over you. The angels will watch over you. So no. Everybody got the angel. Somewhere. Taking charge. Watching. They're going to keep the. That means to keep to be protected. To keep is to be preserved. To keep is to shelter. To keep is to watch over. So they're going to watch over you. Say 12. They shall bear thee up in their hands. They're going to hold you. But it says, comma, they're going to do this. But if thou dash, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. So unless, if you turn away from following God, following what is right, then they will not protect you. They, they will not bear thee up in their hands. They will not hold you. It will not hold you up. So don't dash your foot against. Don't turn against God. 
Don't go away from God. Stay with God. Stay in that place. If you stay with God, you've got a promise that they're going to bear you up. They're going to help take care of your matters. They're going to take care of the situation, the problem that you're going through. But you can't take your foot and get angry. Because when I say dash thy foot, dash is pushing hard. To dash against something, that is to rebel. So, unless thou dash. And we know what to dash means. Something is to throw something against something else in a fit of anger. I dash the plate against the wall. That was like an example. So when somebody dash something, that means they hard a hard throw. So dash against something. Yes, so God doesn't want us to get angry and dash our foot or turn from him. To, to have an angry fit. So let's don't let's don't do the dash thing. If we want the hand of God to be upon us and with us and keep us and hold us, we can't we can't turn. We can't turn in anger against God. We can't be angry with God. 13. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder. These things are not going to hurt you. You're going to be able to walk. and Press them hard. Tread. It's like you stampled and you know, mash hard down on them. Under thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder. The young lion, then it's explaining to you the young lion, telling you what type of lion, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under thy feet. Then it says trample. I mean, you're gonna have the victory over this, over this thing that's coming up, coming up to, to tear you apart because a lion to tear you apart. And a dragon too. They will bite you and swallow you up. So that's what God is saying. You're going to have victory over this. You're going to walk over this like it's nothing. You're going to walk out of this like you walked out the fire. And it's going to be under your feet. You're going to even forget it was there. Something under your feet is subject to you. You have the power over this. You will have the power over this thing. But then you can't dash your foot. You got to let the angels of God keep you. Give charge. Keep charge over you. So he said he's going to keep you. But you can't do certain things you cannot do.
You got to stay with this thing so that you can get the victory. The 14, because he has set his love. Some of my favorite one. Because he has set his love upon me. And they say, mama, sister, father, son, uncle, cousin, etc., husband, whatever, wife. Because he has set his love upon me. People get it twisted. Thinking of, if I just, uh, uh, if I just set my, if I just show the love like this and like that. You know, when you, when you keep your eyes on me, when your heart is turned towards me, that means you love God. You truly love God with all your heart. When you, your love is set. Your love is set. It's settled. The word set comes from settle. Somebody say, I just got my retirement and I am set for life. And I am set for life. That means I'm settled. That means what I got is going to preserve me. What I got is going to help me and keep me. I ain't got to worry. I'm settled. So I got I got a couple thousands and almost a million here. I'm pretty settled. I'm getting like such and such a month or whatever. A year. I'm settled. I'm settled for life. So but when you set your love upon something, you are settled in that. You are settled in loving God. That's your place. That's where you want to be. You want to love God. You settle with that. Your mind is set with that. It's like if they say, oh, I just went to the beauty salon and they put the setting lotion in my hair. They set my hair and then um, my hair, after I took it down, it was set. It was finished. It's done. It is, it is what it came out to be. It's set. Nothing else needs to be done to it. It's set. But I say he is set in his ways. I mean, he ain't going nowhere. He like where he is. He like what he's about. And he ain't going to do nothing else. Set. He liked the situation. He liked the arena he's in. He Say, therefore, will I deliver him? God gonna give some. God something. God got something for you. He gonna save you. Then he said, "This is what I'm gonna do next. I will set him on high. Gonna take it higher. Ooh, ha." I'm going to set him on high. He's going to take you higher. Because he has known by name. You know where to run. You know where to run to God. You know what his name is all about. You know, yeah, you know about that name. And then 15. 
He shall call upon me. Hello, Jesus. And I will answer him. These are promises right here. It's going to come to that time. You're going to call. And definitely God is going to answer. Then he said, I will be with him in trouble. Then he let you know. There's another promise. I'm going to be with you in this. You ain't got to worry. I will stick with you. Then he said again. Pause. It's, it's that semicolon. That means pause. I will be with him in trouble. We want you to think about this. I'm going to be with you in trouble. Then I will deliver him. Come. Then I and honor him. So God let you know. I will be with you in trouble. Then I'm going to save you. I will deliver you. And then I'm going to honor you. But we got to be delivered before we be honored. So when God gets through saving you, then he's going to honor you. He's going to call you as his child. Just like you have a child at home. When the child respects the parent, the parents feels honored to do specific deeds for that child or give them a reward. Say, my child is on the honor roll. Hey, that's a special uh, badge or a special uh, particular area where she's in or he's in. The teacher recognizes him or her as being special, far from other children, or somewhat gifted. She is in the highest of the class with the A's. While the other kids are probably getting A minus by her lower. But her records are always high. So therefore, the teacher shows more recognition and recognizes her over others because she is on the honor roll. So God will recognize you. He will recognize you. You will have special privileges that others would, will not get. They don't have. It's not that God has a pick me you and I like you better and like them better. But because you know God, you come to him, you have show love for him you have called to him you have believed in him he can't help but to want to honor you he can't help he's gonna save you because you did this he's gonna take you from that trouble so there's rewards with God and promises that he will bring to pass. And then it says 16. But we got to trust him. Got to believe him. We got to stick with him. And we got to do the right thing. And we got to believe in him. And then 16 says. With long life will I satisfy him. You're going to have long life on this earth. 
and show him. Every time God is going to show you that he can save, that he will save you. So, amen. God bless the reading of his word. It's just letting us know that we have a sanctuary, a place of refuge that we can go to. We have a strong box and place where you are secure, unharmed. That's a cautious place, a place, a hiding place. And that's what God wants us to know. We can run to him in a time of trouble. He is our protection. He is our security. He is the one that's going to help us through our situation. But we have to learn to depend and we have to learn to trust God. And we have to learn to know that he is that rewarder. And he will do exactly what he promised. He will back up what he says. And we have to wait on him and not dash our foots and get impatient and angry and dash our foots to get stones. We can't do that. The situation hits us. We can't do that. We just know that Everything God said that he would do, he promised it would happen. But we got to stay there in that secret place. God bless you, and I hope that you have got something out of this lesson that what God wants us to do and what he wants us to believe, and he wants us to count on him because he, he is the ultimate God. There's nobody like him. There's nobody above him. There's nobody besides him. In Jesus' name, this is Jane Parrott for your heart for God. I hope that I will likely see you in another episode coming, whatever the Lord's will be, and that it will be a good subject for us to sit and talk and listen again. In Jesus' name, I have some more videos uh, that's on the way. I don't know exactly what date. I can't give an exact date. I will be, but I will be working on them. And it's concerning the children. And maybe some more other beautiful videos God gave me to share. God bless you. And the music. God bless me with music and hopefully there'll be more coming for you. In Jesus' name, keep looking up because there's nothing down. Put a smile on your face because God is in your corner. Bye! And have a wonderful night. And keep remembering, keep your head up. In Jesus' name, amen.
Lord.